and welcome everybody back to the show. We're out here for another great talk, another good hour of conversation. We're switching it up a little bit, bringing out a close, close family member, my brother-in-law. Um, you know, he's he's into some things, some hobbies that I find pretty interesting, and one of them is three D printing. And we're going to be diving into the world today of 3D printing and talking about, you know, the benefits of it and what we should be looking forward to in the future with 3D printing and how it's impacting humanity. And so today we have my brother, Greg Kukulka, on the show with us today. And uh, he's an active Coast Guard member, uh, 3D printer enthusiast, video game enthusiast, computer builder. He does a lot of stuff. Got a lot of skills that this man does and he keeps our waters safe. But we're out here today to talk about some of the things that he's interested in and uh, what keeps him going through his everyday activities. And so without further ado, Greg, welcome to the show, man. What's up? I'm Greg. I like to call myself a tinkerer. A tinkerer. <laughs> well, hey, you, you definitely make some cool stuff and you know you, you keep us safe. So salute to you, brother. And uh, yeah, man, we have him out here on the show today. Just a little appreciation for our, for our military and, uh, you know, switching it up, man, because you know what, honestly, aside from what he does uh, from us to keep us safe, he actually is into some really, really cool stuff. So today we're talking uh, about 3D printing <clears throat> and one of his hobbies and what keeps him sane through throughout his throughout the course of his life and he's actually brought out some really really cool some pieces today that we're looking at that he's done his first print right here which is what it's the good luck cat right yep yeah it's the little good luck cat which was i guess it was like kind of like a print they give you with the machine he has and he was like one of the first people to me too that i did know that actually has gotten like some 3d printing equipment which is kind of cool and is actually making stuff he made me an oreo cookie grinder which is pretty dope you know so i'd be using that all the time I saw it on Instagram and I sent it to him and he found the print and he made it. And it's crazy because these prints are so readily available on the internet. I mean, dude, you can print anything. And that's what was crazy too. I knew you could print stuff, but once he started showing me and telling me more about it, like it's literally insane. Like right now above the mic, what, what would you call this? Uh, it's actually made by a, a guy named Flexi Factory. Uh, any 3D print fans that you have out there should definitely check yeah. him out. He's he's an amazing creator. Um, but this is his Flexi Articulated Skeleton out of uh, Sunlu's uh, Color Change PLA. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just a little ornament that I hang, made to hang in my car for the Halloween season. And now he's going to be a, a year-round thing. Yeah. So we have him hanging above the mic today for good luck. Uh, we got a little. We had a few characters sitting around the table today. We got the we got the Charizard uh, sitting here. We got the. He can do Pokemon characters. I mean, you literally, you can you can do so much with three D printing. You can three D print upgrades to your own printer. That's actually what this is. This really, is a three D printed. It's a failed print. Um, so I had to kind of slice it and print it in a different way. But it's a um, a camera mount. So I, out of the front end of my thing, I could stick a the webcam on and get those cool little time-lapse videos that I've, I've sent you and shown you yeah definitely and make sure you uh, follow him too on his tiktok what's uh, what's your tiktok for the, for the uh, audience cyanide shadow uh, two s's cyanide spelled with an s definitely and and make sure because he's got all his time-lapse videos of everything he does and he also too has a live stream uh when he's printing too with his twitch and it's also cyanide shadow too right correct Same. on all social media all, all social media cyanide shadow with two s's and um, 
yeah, he's uh, he's he's actively out here in the 3D printing community, and it's it's pretty cool too. Like what what I find interesting about with the 3D printing is is how cheap and renewable it is. Yep. Like, can you can you tell the the audience more about what what the material that that's involved with 3D printing and what what material you're using? So there's there's four common materials for 3D printing. You have PLA, which is polylactic acid. PETG, which I can't remember what it stands for, but it's more it's your more for more for your outdoor prints that that need to sustain to the sun. You have TPU, which is more for like people are actually printing dresses and and shit out of out of this stuff, mm-hmm. and that's your TPU is is more for flexible um, stress balls, dresses, things like that. And then there's ABS, which is your hardcore plastic, like something that you're you're printing that you want to stand up to stress. People print like engine parts out of this this stuff. Um, right now, what, they print they print engine parts like in, like uh, engine like spacer rings and things like that. Oh, like, that need oh, to sustain to, to temperature and to repeat. Or abuse. They, could you even do like uh, in, inner dash parts or or yep. or, or uh, inner mirrors or little like your those little plastic clips that you know hold your headlights on? People print those things pretty regularly like, like things that are hard to get that may even be discontinued from the manufacturer yeah, yeah. so the wonderful thing about mm-hmm. 3d printing um as i was kind of explaining to you off mic earlier is it's an additive process and what that means is like take carpentry right where you're building a piece of uh, you you know you're building a wall or a box right you have to take this piece of lumber and figure out how much i want to cut off yeah. to make what i want to make well 3d printing is the opposite it's additive, so there's little to no waste when it comes to building Definitely. something. Um, and so you, you just have to figure out how much plastic I want to put in where. But it also functions in the same way as I can design something in, you know, OpenCAD or Onshape or, you know, Tinkerbox or, what you know, any of these websites. I can go in and click a drag and design and create my own thing. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I yeah, like you said, there's there's files and things you can find all sorts of places. But if I would look around my house and go, oh, I need a spatula real quick, or oh, I need a teaspoon, I can go design a teaspoon and print it and have one in a couple hours. You could like literally design a cutting board, mm-hmm. or like could you could you make cookware? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't because the plastic is kind of porous. <laughs> You know, it's it's porous plastic. Are there certain things you do want to stay away from though? When when yeah, it comes to three D printing, a, a good rule of thumb is anything that you're going to eat with. You you probably you know certain, anything you're going to put in your body. Yeah, some of the plastics are are porous, <coughs> so they can get germ infested really quick. You know, you're basically yeah. making a single use at that point, um, which isn't a huge deal because, uh, as I said, you know, off mic earlier that the uh, the plastics are are pretty renewable. It's made. It's the same plastic that they make water bottles and all that stuff out of. So. Definitely. So it's a, so PLA is the most common. Yeah, uh, PLA and PETG, um, and you can find both of those in your like Coke bottles, your you know Mountain Dew bottles, whatever. So all those people out there buying double XP Coke bottles for the Cog weekend. Yeah. You can recycle those and turn them into little trinkets and stuff to keep around your house. Yeah, but how many people though are set up to do that? I mean, I am. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know, if you are, you are. So yeah, so it's, it's all a matter about how set up you are. But anyhow, yeah. See, it's very interesting. Like, I feel like too. Like, can you? If also, you can answer this. What's the deal with um, them printing houses? So it works on a a giant. Um like gantry crane almost but i mean it's the same setup that you would find like on my household printer the one that i have sitting on my you know shelf yeah it's the same setup just scaled up 
and instead of using plastic they pour concrete through the mold wet concrete and as as they pour the machine just moves and dots its lines and it's they're super cool looking honestly um have you seen a fully 3d printed house or have you watched anything i mean i've seen tons of youtube videos do they're even 3d printing with metal now like i just found that out recently yeah they're they're using i it's some sort of way that it heats it up as it's like this powder that goes through and it heats up and it deposits metal into certain spots um and it's it's crazy like so like even like like steel or what kind of me- it's steel like it's it, so you know a few years ago they came out with uh pla that's integrated with like steel powder yeah. so you can spray it and it'll give that rusted look to your prints which i think is really cool but no this stuff is like actual like welded almost 3d printed well it's, it's so it's almost it just replicates like almost like like real life like steel work yeah it's it's i mean it is it's there's with 3d printing like how how far do you see it going and do you feel like it's a technology that could be adapted in humanity oh it's the the limits to what 3d printing can do are the limits of our imagination honestly like i mean even just take playing with the plastics there's so much stuff that i can create on the daily basis that I, i look and go oh i need you know this clip here i need you know um Janet needed uh, planters for her her garden, so I printed her some planters. Like, yeah, L- like, literally anything. Yeah, anything you can think of, you can. Well, make. I saw I saw a guy online that three uh, D printed a bunch of guns and went to a buyback program and made a bunch of money off three D printed guns he made. I mean, it's possible. There's a whole community out there. It's like it's called two A printing. I'm not a part of it, but there's a whole community of people out there that trade, you know, uppers, lowers, like designs and parts for all of these things. And as long as you can take accurate measurements of something, you can make it. Yeah. I mean, they even like to throw out the new Call of Duty and to, yeah. to throw out some spoilers. Your your end scene with no Russian. There's a 3D printed gun in it. Like, see that's see the right there a game is integrating 3d printing even into its gameplay it's a thing man i mean it's there's like you can print parts to your own printer like yeah. uh, i i needed to move a bracket how, on how durable like what about like hardware like um, bolts it depends on the plastic that you print it out of if you were trying to print a, a a like i've made screws on this to mount my like webcam before and it works just fine it holds my webcam in place but repeated use it'll break down out of a pla will break down mm-hmm. um from what i've read i've never messed with printing tpu or abs yet uh i'm still fairly new with the stuff um, i've only been doing it for about a year um but you can print tpu and uh, abs is the more durable like your pop filter bracket if you needed to make that screw again you could absolutely print that screw really yeah and it's it's not hard to design on like open or on shape or Tinkercad. You can just go on, get the. Do so you gotta get like that thing where you have to scan the object? No, you. I can design that on a on a website. Like, and where is that? Is that is that from you like your experience like, like in the military or is that your everyday experience? So I've. I have I know what CAD is because of my experience in the military. Yeah. Um, and blueprint reading and things like that. But I'm actually learning how to use it on my own, just mm-hmm. through YouTube videos. Um, there is a guy out there teaching tech. He has a lot of really good YouTube. Like to, if for anybody who's interested in this stuff, I recommend him and Chep, and they're like the two 
guys that really got me started. Um, I mean, I'm completely self-taught with it. Mm-hmm. And it's the community <clears throat> is amazing. So how long can you say you've been 3D printing like actively like when you when you made the jump to do it? Uh, I bought the printer last February. Or so this you... Feb- this this most recent February. Okay. Um, so I've only been printing for since then and I mean I've learned how to diagnose the printer. I know every part on the printer, you know, and that's not because I you know necessarily I felt that I needed to, but it's the information's out there. It's yeah. it's <clears throat> There's no reason not to. Yeah, no, definitely. And I, and that's and that's crazy too. It's because like I remember all of a sudden you were like, "Hey man, like I'm just doing this 3D printing." I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> they're, they're fairly like I, I you know, they're fairly uh what's the word I'm looking for? Non-expensive. I mean, like $200 and you can have a fully working printer. Like, and is that is that everything you need to get going? Yep, like That's everything you need to get going. But on what scale? What's the largest scale you can produce on? Um so me right now, I'm about eight inch by eight inch uh, is my bed, eight inch by eight inch by eight and a half inch. So as long as it stays within that scale, I can print it. Um, but you can buy like the any Cobra Max, I want to say is like 15 or 12 inches by 12 inches mm-hmm. by 12 and a half or something like that. Definitely. Um, I mean, you, you can get sizable parts <clears throat> like I can print the the Charizard that you're holding right there. Um, I can print that probably twice the size. Can you can you can you print this max scale on your fucking thing? How yeah. big would it be? Um, I want to say I I did I printed the biggest one that I could. It's actually at my work right now. Um, it sits above my desk and. <laughs> but yeah, no, it uh. Could could is there a is there a a, a Venusaur print? I mean, I'm sure you can find one. Uh, I haven't d- worked on making the articulated stuff yet. Um, I actually bought that file on Colts 3D, mm-hmm. um, and it costs me probably a dollar, maybe two dollars, in filament to print, and I can turn and sell it for about thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's there's other Pokemon's on there. I have the whole Charizard evolutionary line: the Charmander, Charmeleon, and Charizard. And what what which one's this right here that you brought? That you that's uh, a, another Flexi Factory. Uh, flexi t-rex print there's also a triceratops and a brontosaurus too uh, yeah this one's cool I, I really i like this one this one goes hard it's full um that it's d- another like sunlu filament print and it goes from yeah. he's blue got, to greens yeah he's got the, the he's got these the charizard he's got these amazing like well this one's sold that he has here i'm looking at and then this one was one that you made, but it's like it got messed up, right? Yeah, it's so like the rib cage is kind of broke. I didn't have my printer dialed in right. And uh, that's that's the one the one hard part about three D printing is maintenance, upkeep. Like there's when you buy a printer, you have to be ready for a ton of maintenance. So what is the maintenance like? What kind of knowledge do you have to have for maintenance? Like, are there people out there? Like, say you don't want to deal with that. Are there people that you can bring it to? Are there no? there's not it's not established like that yet. no no so like the a big one that you have to do just about every single time you print you know there are people out there who say you that you don't but you really really should is leveling your bed or tramming your bed you have to make sure that your bed is the same distance from your nozzle in all four corners so that way when the printer moves around it deposits the filament evenly correctly. evenly yeah. yes um and that's a that's a big one there's like four screws on the corner of each plate that you do that with there are things out there that can help you with it. Like there's two established. There's a CR Touch 
and a BL touch. They're basically the same thing, mm -hmm. but they digitally measure your bed and it, it'll do that before each print and kind of account for any Could you max scale that grinder you made me? Yeah, I can make you a giant grinder. Yeah? Yeah, I can make... It would probably be... I, I want to say, like, say it'd probably be like six inches across by six inches We're going to get that on the record. I think we need to do it. That's, that's going to be a long print, man. Uh, yeah, but hey, I'm willing to pay, man. That was a donation, the first one. If you could do it, I'm sitting here thinking now all the crazy shit because, see, that's the thing I like about this is the 3D printing. It makes your mind wander. and like It's it, like not just like is the are the options limitless dude i i can't tell you how many times i've just stood there and stared at it while it was printing for like 30 40 minutes just get locked in because it just it's mesmerizing man. it is like, i remember the first time i saw it i was almost like scared of the damn machine and you're like you can look at it and i was like no nah, i don't want to get near it i don't want to touch it i don't want to break it because it is such a mesmerizing process and there's so much going on you don't want to mess it up you know like I don't want to be responsible. Maybe you're like, that's like a $5 million print nah. on that, you know? <laughs> like, you're getting, you're going to get up out the mud with that, you know? Like, I don't want to fuck up your grind. Like, not yet. Not uh, yet. We're getting there. Yeah, but the, the real money, honestly, for 3D printing is in the, the designing. Yeah. Because think about it, right? Like, the guy that made this, Flexi Factory, right? That print cost me for the rights to print and to sell, right? I can sell that print on etsy or whatever right because i had to buy the, the rights for it but that guy designed that one time so that that amount of time whatever it was that it, he spent designing that product in uh -huh. i mean i don't know what program he uses but you know let's just use on shape right because that's the one i'm learning on right it's a free program i paid no money uh -huh. you know say i spent three hours designing that and i sell it for two dollars right yeah but you and, sell it and a hundred people buy that right yeah that's it's 200 bucks 200 bucks for what did it cost me barely time any. yeah it, that's it right yeah. so my 200 dollars for two hours and then it sits on a website forever right yeah. and then you know say it keeps another, getting bought it's a yep. reoccurring buy it's exactly. passive income exactly yeah. it's the the ultimate passive and the income. more that you the more of a community that you build the bigger your name gets the more that you can charge this dude the flexi factory like i said i i absolutely recommend his prints because he's got some really cute really awesome prints that, that he makes it's very it's just I feel, they're seasonal yeah. they're yeah. awesome they're they're great quality prints they work on any printer um they're they're amazing yeah it definitely looks like this guy's taking the time to uh put in I mean, some work look at that skeleton's face i know <laughs> i know he's got missing teeth he's got one eye bigger than the other he's all like what's up <laughs> oh we out here he's a oaky man we got the Oki skeleton as the guest co-host. He ain't saying much. He's just here. He's dead. So, I mean, like... He's hanging. Yeah, he's hanging. Hey! <laughs> he's hanging. He's hanging, for sure. But, yeah, no, we're, we're out here. We're keeping it rolling. We're back learning about 3D printing. And, man, so far, it seems like it's just like, the, like you said, the, the, it's limitless. Like, it, it just, I mean, it's limitless. It's crazy the amount of things that, that people are doing with it. Like like you said, the houses, the metal, the welding, the, I mean, 3D printed houses, like, I can't get over that one. Like, it's as mesmerizing to watch that. How, how durable are they? They're just as durable as a regular, I mean, it's concrete. It's a concrete house. Like. But isn't there. And they run through, and so what they, well, the way it works from what I understand is they run your line mm -hmm. and then they sink rebar and then they run their line and then they sink rebar 
Oh no! Oh no! Kit Kat down. Huh? But yeah, so I mean, they're they're like, good luck demoing that house, you know, like. It, well, because I don't know. I'm just sitting here thinking, like, when then you have a concrete house, do they just do the same thing that they do the interior with the drywall mm-hmm. and all that? They like, just they just tap con the drywall right to the the concrete. Do so they? In, how is it insulated? It doesn't need it. It's concrete. It's insulated just like an Adobe house is. It's not. <laughs> It stays hot during the the winter and it stays cold during the summer because your temp's just trapped. And then you know they they run your in your wall they run your your plumbing and all of that stuff as you go. And then you know they're your HVAC system. So, but I mean, concrete is one of the best insulators. That's why your foundations on your houses are concrete. And we're sitting on concrete right now. Yeah, yeah. But like for instance, what I've learned, especially with concrete, I know that you're you you're a carpenter and you do all your construction stuff. In your branch. Isn't it like concrete, though? It has to be level, and it has to be laid a certain way, because if not, it will crack, like, Well, that's what the rebar... Shift. That's what the rebar and then the uh, relief cuts and things like that... And how they, they lay it out? Yeah. It's okay. it's the way it's designed. It's, it, like I said, it's it's a fascinating, fascinating process to watch. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've seen it uh, more than a few YouTube videos, and it's mind-blowing man yeah and then you see the finished house and it's got all the layer lines like i mean when you look at a 3d print you can see the different little layer lines that the print does but you can see that on the concrete too and it creates this really cool really unique it's like it's almost like texture from the print yeah it's it's crazy you get this really cool unique design well yeah and every and and you can make it too where like uh, how do they how do how does like okay when they're designing a house yep what kind of architecture like say for an architecture how does that does that change like you know, the way an architecture designs a house? I'm not sure. Like, what I'm saying, like, okay, so you have general architecture, right? And they design a house, and they lay it out, and it's it's designed to be built like how we build houses. Like, you, you mean, like, when you build a wall, you have to put all your stuff How do you How do you make, like, center? a blueprint, or how does an architect design something like that? I think it's the limit of your imagination, honestly. I, I, I don't like, know, but, like, I Like, feel... what would the code, or what would be this, like, what would the architect have to do or how would they have to design to lay that out? I mean, honestly, because you know, like you say, like you have a guy like that. that you oh, could print that giant scale out of concrete, and that could be your house. Well, no, I <laughs> I, I understand that, but I'm saying like you have every order, everyday people that make these designs. You know what? What kind of like who who gets the clear to design these prints to print these houses? I'm, I'm not sure yet. Honestly. And are there people actively living in 3D printed yeah, houses? Yeah, there are. There's a, there's a whole town I want to say in in uh, North Carolina. There's a whole town of 3D printed houses. And how many people live there? I'm not not 100. percent I don't want to I don't want to give false information, but so but there there are people that do live yeah. in concrete printed yeah, houses. I mean, there's there's people who live in conics boxes. I mean, you know, those shipping containers, people who turn those into houses. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, it's, it's crazy. The world we live in and the amount of things that we can do. It's, it's, it's amazing. The world is limitless. That's why I like being a tinkerer. Yeah. (laughs) As he said from the beginning, he's a tinkerer. Yeah. He likes to, likes to build stuff and he's good with his hands and he brought a lot of cool gifts, but yeah, no, that's, um, I'm very, I don't know. I'm very interested to see where it goes, and um, it's got my mind captivated because I, I was brought, it was brought to my attention when I was in high school, and I always talked to people about it, and no one understood it, and then it's just become more and more prevalent in the last, like, what, you would say four to five years. I yeah, mean, I mean, like I said, uh, I, well, 
I first heard about it, I want to say in like 2019, when one of the guys I worked with bought a printer and he kind of struggled with it. Like it was a, it was a pretty sizable project, you know, um, because the community wasn't there, but like I picked mine up in February and I'm not an expert by any means, but there are Facebook support groups for it. Like you can hop in and it's called 3d print rescue. You can hop in there and ask them just about any question and like they'll ask for more information if they need it, but they can usually help you troubleshoot your system. Yeah, because everybody has their own knowledge and their own uh, experience with the category. And every printer is just a little bit different. Like I have an Ender 3 V2, but I have a, a Sprite Pro extruder on mine. So it's different than the guy who just went down the street and bought an Ender 3 V2, right? And each printer is, is a little different. will have a little different character because every printer is shipped in a box and you open it and you build it yourself. Damn, what's crazy. I'm looking here right now. I just started spacing out. And just, like, he's got the skeleton that we have hanging, and it's, like, right at the joints. Like, how is this thing able to know that it's got to, like, you know, like, detach from what it's printing, but then, you know, like... So it's, it operates off of this... Um, so when you design or you buy a file or you download a file, you download what's called an STL file. Mm -hmm. You put that STL file into a thing called a um, slicer mm -hmm. and that slicer converts that file that object type file into cord or uh, coordinates and those coordinates get then get put in your printer and your printer learns like once you start that file it goes i need to do move from x1 or x1 y1 to z1 y13 and deposit filament mm -hmm. and then like it tells it how to do that it's just like code like a computer yeah. almost. and like i said since it's an additive process the back side of this of this skeleton is where it starts and then it builds that way so it builds towards the the, the could you uh not a get off topic here but you know we're asking fun questions could you see the could you see like some kind of powerful entity like in the future printing people uh, I don't know. Because <laughs> they print body parts. I mean... In hospitals. Yeah, they do. They uh, do, you, do you think you could see, like, some kind of government or some kind of somebody, like... Doing... I mean, are we talking, like, iRobot? Maybe, yeah, but iRobot, but, like, 3D printed people. I mean, I don't know that you, they would ever be able to get the fidelity of, like, you and I face-to-face, -face, but... But what if they started, like, say, like, people died, Right. And they were able to 3D print these bodies, and they were able to fill them with, like, organs. Like, if they had a good brain, right? I mean, so we're going altered carbon up in here. Right? Is that what that is? I, I mean, it's, it's possible. I, I mean, mean humanity, we're, we're talking, like, 60, 70, 80 years that's in the like future. Crazy, that's, like, yeah. crazy stoner thoughts I mean, right it's, there. it's it blows my mind. Like, just think about it. Like, I'm in my 30s, you know, my mid-30s, right? Yeah. I remember a time when the internet wasn't prevalent in people's homes. Yes. Like, I remember a time when, like, in order to log on to the internet, you had to make sure your mom wasn't calling her Aunt Susie or whatever. And, you, know, <laughs> you had to listen to that <laughs> screech noise, right? Yeah. And now we're sitting here talking about, I make things out of plastic in my home on a machine that is connected to my Wi-Fi. Yeah. Like, it's it blows my mind, like, how far technology has come in our lifetime. And... The, the like as we said with 3D printing it's limitless like where it could go if somebody takes the time to figure it out I'm sure like NASA is involved in 3D printing that's scary 
<laughs> like that's fucking scary. You know, NASA... well, they, they can alter weather. You ever see that? No. You, you, oh my god! Like literally, they have machines where it emits out clouds, and like it goes out into the atmosphere and it changes the pressure, and it can create weather patterns. And like in like a matter of like a half hour, it could be pouring rain. Send that shit to California. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I kind of was like, why? I've seen it. It's on the internet. It's for the public to fucking see. We need water. Come build one of those out here. I mean, I, I would assume they have to. it has to pull the water from somewhere. I don't, I don't know. It's some kind of shit that they emit. It's some machine that makes these, like, clouds that go out into the atmosphere and react with the molecules in the air. It's a science, bro. It's some shit out of our league. But <laughs> all I know is that NASA, if you're 3D printing, man, we know you. I mean, WD-40 w- was invented by NASA. Like, I mean, we use that more. Everyone, you know, all the rednecks out there fucking hooting and hollering. Now we'll get some WD-40, brother. I mean, that shit literally was invented by NASA to separate water molecules on, on the moon. And now it's used... M- for like every, every mechanic uses the, I, I use WD for I have a can I'm staring at right now as we do this interview. Two cans, as a matter of fact. Two but cans. Two cans. <laughs> that would be a good like rip on two chains or something. Just like that's shoot. what I, that's what I was trying to go for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, but it, it's it's just limitless, man. It's crazy out here. Like there's a lot of shit that NASA's doing too. Like I remember my buddy. It was kind of like daunting i didn't even know this it's out here in la somewhere i forget where we're near pasadena nasa has some laboratory out here and it's big like really big and we're we went and dropped off our friend at this church and we're like pulling up and he's like hey we're gonna go to this lookout i want to show you something and he doesn't tell me what it is right and like we get out of his car and we go and walk out to this little lookout around the corner and it's just massive NASA building with this huge logo. And in the back of my head, I'm like, what the hell is NASA doing out here? And just, I'm just sitting thinking, no rhyme or reason. I'm like, and he's like, hey, there's high security. And then you look down and just, it's, it's true. Like there's something, there's something going on in that building. It's like, what, you know, if you can I mean, get to space, I mean, what else can you do, man? Like shit. They're probably like doing like research on monkeys and like. Who knows? I mean, that's those were the first things in space. So. Yeah, I mean, hey, power to you. Monkeys, monkeys, monkeys. Do you see? Do you see? Like, what do you see NASA doing with three D technology? Uh, I'm not exactly sure um, what it is that they're doing. I I just know I saw some some article about how they are three D printing different things for spaceships and stuff like. They're, they're using because it's plastic and renewable and easy to make. And it's a good look for them, right? Yeah. I mean, it, you want to talk about reducing a company's carbon emission, 3D print shit. Like, yeah. it's recyclable at the end of the day. What is it going to take to convince big corporations to go along those lines? Renewability and li- li- limiting maintenance. Mm-hmm. Mach- machines that can do, like, dude, my... My son brought home the other day some toy he bought at the store that I have a STL file on my computer and could have just made him. Really? But he bought it at the store because he thought it, it was like this little slug that makes the, this noise when you move it. It's like and you had a file for it. Yeah. Well, do they understand that you can make them whatever they want or like? Yeah, 
But is it the nostalgia of them going to the store and buying it? Sometimes it's the their kids and they see it at the store and they're like, "Ooh, I want that!" Like yeah. you know, the immediacy of it. They don't have to sit and wait sixteen to thirty two hours for me to make something. Like I, I would assume that's that's the the amount of maintenance needed to run a printer or a print farm, as they call people with multiple printers, and the time it takes to actually make something. That's where. That's what I know. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Even the little thing that you made me, it took like two or three days. I mean, so it took two or three days because I broke one. I, I failed. I had a couple failed prints, and I don't like to sell things that aren't perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, like if if I'm putting my name on it and giving it to somebody, it's got to be functional and good, and mm-hmm. like that's just how I am. Um, like that T Rex right there. I mean, you would say what? He's about six inches tall. Right? Um, if that, uh, I would say maybe like. Four to five, somewhere around there. Yeah, I have a tape measure right there. Here, let me see it. Let's Uh, let's find this out. (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna on set. We're gonna measure how tall. Damn, four and a half inches. I was right. I was four to four to five. How how long is he? uh, How long? Snout to tail. Seven and a half. Yeah. So that took me. I want to say sixteen hours. So there you go. So for a for a seven and a half by four and a half piece yeah that's not, that's fair i mean it's like it's just like a day of time yeah. you know for for one like. yeah on a smaller scale though so it's not like you know i mean how long though does it take to print one of those houses back on that so it's the there are ways to speed it. like i could probably cut this down to from 16 hours to probably closer to eight if i used a bigger nozzle and things like that right mm-hmm. um but that would reduce your it would make your layer lines way more visible like you look at that you can hardly see the lines you have to like actually look to see them right um so if you if i did a bigger nozzle you would have more layer lines you would see them because they're it's putting a thicker line of filament down each time but it would speed it up um and so the 3d printed concrete houses they have these fucking giant nozzles man and i'm talking like I know my fist and arm could fit in it. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah. So I don't. I honestly don't know how long it takes, but I've I've seen one do like you know a pass and do like six inches thick of concrete for a whole house on the outside, and it took less than ten minutes. And we're talking like a three bedroom ranch style house. Yeah, bigger than bigger than this house. Yeah, it just you know six inches grew on your house in ten minutes. Damn, that's crazy. That's, I just I just find it insane. Like I don't know. I think I think I think if there are, how much does it cost? You think? Uh, I have no idea. I don't because know. well, concrete though is it like? What's because see, concrete has a footprint. Yeah. Carbon footprint. I mean, I mean, how much concrete you think you gotta lay down for a house? How much metric tons? A lot, but I it's mean, it's more than just a foundation on a house. But, yeah. But I, I wouldn't say it's... Are, it's does it even 3D print, like, the pitch? The roof and yeah. all that? Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I haven't seen the, the full-finished, like, the exterior of a full-finished one. I've only seen the process of them laying it and then, you know, seeing the videos of somebody walking through the house finished. And it's like, this is what it looks like on the inside. Like, it's, Does it look any different than a norm, from a normal house? No. I mean, you, you, you would be surprised. Like, you can get some like rounded wall shapes and things like that that you can't really with lumber and drywall and you know but some people like the you know the the, the unfinished concrete look on the inside too like it's like the art of it too yeah i mean there's there's a ton of artistry to it like mm-hmm. 
you know it's it, just and like, it depends on what kind of person you are yeah and like i mean it's just like somebody who likes their open gable you know in their house versus somebody who likes it closed off and drywalled like yeah. it just depends on the person and the and the homeowner it, yeah exactly and it's, it's just how you want your house but what i it's interesting i'm curious to see what something like that cost yeah compare like a compare and contrast like renewability I think, it's, I think it's fairly cheap i i want to say like i can't remember the exact number because i'm terrible with that but uh i i want to say when i when i saw them talking about the custom built house it in comparison it, i want to say it was like five times less than like paying to build a house like your house you know um and you also want to talk to like if you're building it out of concrete and renewability right mm-hmm What's the renewability on a regular house? You know, you, you got to think of all those trees you're cutting down for all those four by fours and all that too. So, all the lumber and all the milling yeah, and the, the travel and the exactly. logistics. So I mean, there's there's a pro and con to each, and it's it's it'll probably end up coming down to to each their own. You know, would you rather live in a three D printed concrete house for slightly cheaper cost and maybe a bigger economic footprint, or would you rather? You know, because you also, for that too, you got to think you have to bring out this giant crane system that moves the nozzle around like, well, that can't be cheap. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, it's just like electric cars, right? Electric cars are supposed to be better for our environment, but... They're no, not. But nobody ever talks about the lithium farms to farm the lithium for or the, the batteries. Or what you have to do to recycle the batteries or the how bad the cars exactly. are. So, it, there's a give and take to everything, so... The pros and cons to everything, that's just life. Because, like, if you don't have a pro and con to a situation, is it really a situation? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta compare and contrast everything. And that's where, like... You know, it's really cool today to talk about 3D printing and understand it a little bit more because it seems like in the end, it is a viable source to help us, like, go a little bit longer. I mean, so far, the the best use I've heard of somebody, like, explaining what 3D printing is, is amazing for is prototyping. Say you have an idea, right? Like, say, I want to build a doorstop that stops, you know, bad guys from being able to get into schools during a you know a shooter situation or something like that right i could 3d print it before i spend the millions of dollars to make it in metal right mm-hmm. and i can 3d print it 3d print it 3d print it and test and test and test until i have it dead nut centered you know right on perfect exactly what i need and then take it to a factory to make it out of metal exactly like so and that's 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 the best thing it's it's great for making little tinker toys like christmas time for my kids and like for their my kids friends it's great because i can just make them all sorts of little toys that i want and here you go it costs me nothing right and it makes their day but it's also amazing for prototyping well and then and it's amazing too because then it's trial and error and then you can it's not like you're investing a whole lot on these things that you're trying to perfect exactly you know i could it it cost me two dollars to make this part oh shit it broke in this spot let's go back to the design and tinker with it a little bit and how can i how can i strengthen it so it doesn't break in this spot yep exactly and then you can just keep doing that until it's perfect and then you know you make that out of plastic and then oh my final product's going to be metal well you know now i know my exact dimensions everything i need to make it out of metal and if you have the money you have a you know um a metal printer boom now you just printed the thing out of metal and you're you're done right what, what would be what would you say as a designer or to a, a designer or someone trying to get into it what would you say would be the first step you need to think about when making a design as far as like designing something yeah like what do you want to like make sure like is the most important thing when making your design your measurements yeah. honestly it, it all comes down to 
you know, knowing your, like, if you, I, like, if I wanted to make this, right, yeah. I would need to know exactly what I intended it for and then grab all the appropriate measurements and that, that's what it comes down to. And then whatever program you're using, have, having spent the time to get comfortable with it, um, I'm still really new to the design projects. I made a cell phone stand. That's about what I've made so far. Like I designed my own cell phone stand and then I designed my own cell phone case. Is um, that, is that? No, it broke. <laughs> oh, but, I'm like, damn, that looks pretty fucking but I, good. I could do this if I, if I got uh, into printing TPU and, you know, spent some time practicing. But, um, and that's, that's eventually where I, I do want to go. I want to start making things out of TPU because it's, it's cool. It's like I said, it's the squishy silicone stuff and people are making like full on like clothes. There was a fashion show done of just 3d printed clothes like damn it's it's the it's amazing wait what kind of is, is the material for the 3d printed clothes cloth it's a tpu it's a it's a type of plastic but it's like it, it feels like polyester so it feels like cotton or like a. And it'll, it'll feel like a polyester and i don't feel like a shirt yeah that's trippy, man. It's crazy. I don't right? know how I feel about that i i mean i wish i had pictures three of hey three three 3d printed condoms I don't know about that one. Ah! Like, I, like I said, the plastic's porous, so it does have little holes. So, you know, are you willing to trust something that's full of little holes with your your, your swimmers there, man? I don't know. Might find out. <laughs> More power to you. <laughs> yeah, but, Greg, it's been, it's been definitely interesting learning and getting um, all knowledgeable. And it seems like you're on the right path to getting to that 3d level printing that you're trying to achieve do you uh do you see yourself getting like a like a bigger machine or are you trying to up to scale of the 3d printing like in the future once you kind of step away from the military or are you just trying to keep it a hobby for right now uh i'm trying to make it a side hustle uh so eventually my my end goal is to print enough and sell enough little prints that i can buy another printer and you know generate a print farm that way and then right now i i work out of what's called fdm printing um i forget what the acronym stands for but essentially it's deposited printing out of a nozzle that runs a line but there's also resin printing which is like a tank you go down you submerge this platform in a tank and these led diodes harden the resin and create prints that way i would eventually like to get one of those too um those just happen to be a little bit messier and take up a lot more space. And I don't really have that kind of space where I'm at right now. Um, so eventually I would like to have my own little print farm and then maybe I'll, I'll open up an Etsy shop and sell and then and start selling your work. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, start selling some, like once I figure out all the design stuff, sell the designs on something like Colts 3d or something like that. Um, you know, use it as a, as a side gig type of a thing who knows if it gets successful enough when i retire from the coast guard that could be just what i do yeah definitely yeah. and that's you know that's why we're out here we're trying to you know push push you know get your name out there you know share your socials because you know he has all his 3d printed stuff out there you just gotta hit him up he literally will print you anything just hit him up la area people all my la fam if you fuck man he can make you a microphone stand for your fucking for your hip-hop show i mean you know he could probably print you a, a gang of stuff, you know, like, yeah. and, and it's, and it's a fair price too. So make sure you, uh, get it cyanide shadow out there on, uh, out there on the socials and him, yeah, or you can DM us too here at hot 16s. I mean, he's my brother-in-law, so he's like a 
skip of a rock away from me, so <laughs> it's not too hard to get a hold of him. But no, Greg, it's uh, it's been it's been fun, man. Is there is there a, is there anybody that you wanna you wanna shout out or anybody you wanna thank uh, for uh, for you know getting you into three D printing or any uh, you know? Um, I the person who got me into three D printing, his name was Bloss Polgarvidal. Yeah. I know that's a name, right? Wow. Um, Are you special ops or what? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just a DC like me. Um, you know, he's the guy who got me into it. And then, like I said, uh, Chep, Teaching Tech. 3d print rescue those guys have all been amazing as far as getting me to understanding how the machine works and helping me out as as i go so you know that that, that's my shout out (laughs) (laughs) there we go yeah and with 3d printing too do you see it like has it helped you like what is it what has it done for you what is 3d printing personally done for you and your character and just how you feel as a person it's given me an outlet to tinker honestly like i said i'm a tinkerer i live in an apartment so i don't have a house where i can you know oh i want to change my sink you know and go buy a new sink and do all that because i have those skills yeah and i don't get to outlet that so where 3d printing has become that outlet for me it's given me something to oh my printer's broken i need to fix it you know but it's also taught me new skills like i learned how to solder i've never had to solder before um i've gotten really good at using calipers to you know make those tiny millimeter measurements like it's given me an outlet to to tinker and then you've also learned more skills along the way exactly so it's if you're even slightly interested in 3d printing make the jump yeah. Buy yourself one of the Ender threes. They're like a hundred bucks at Micro Center or Amazon has them on sale a lot yeah. too. If you don't like it, you're out a hundred bucks, and you could probably resell it for ninety. You know, and then you know, right? But if you get it and you fall in love with it, just be ready for a long term hobby because it's. <laughs> damn well hey hobbies are fun though they keep us going i mean my hobbies well obviously we got the podcast going and then we got golf too we always love golf golf is so fun hobbies are great hobbies keep us sane they give us something to do um they give us an outlet exactly and then also too you know they they can they almost they sometimes can turn into another job you know you start something for fun and then you're like oh shit like we're actually doing something with this you know and that's always the goal is to try to turn something into something exactly or i mean at least try to but we're getting close to the end of the show and uh we're gonna we're gonna get to our big talk segment here with our guest today a little later on we usually do it midway but it it's okay we were having fun we were chatting away it's always fun to chat do you like talking yeah (laughs) everybody likes to talk he likes talking but greg what i'm gonna do though is i'm just gonna grab a little gang of cards here or some cards here we're gonna hopefully get them all organize the right way right okay here we go and what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna have you pick one of these cards one of the big top cards and oh look at that are they still all messed up (laughs) you got them going both ways oh my god let's see oh i gotta fix this deck oh literally it was just the bottom two okay well with that being said we got the big talk deck out and we're gonna we're wrapping up the show here so we got to make sure we get this question in here but we're going to let Greg, I got a little, nah, I'm going to say maybe 40, 50 cards, something like that. We're going to let him pick one here. And we're going to answer and ask all in between. So, Greg, go ahead and just get one out of the deck. Give me that guy. What does it say? What are you most grateful for? You know, Well, what are you most grateful for, man? Well, so I promised I uh, 
I wouldn't talk about her too much because she's a very private person, but uh, your sister. Yeah. <laughs> um, I met her at a pretty pivotal point in my life, and she's given me a family, a home, a reason to get up every day. That's that's what I'm most grateful for. And that's awesome, man. And I'm and I'm grateful that I have you in my life, and I'm grateful that we have you on the show today. And we were able to cover a wide variety of 3D printing topics. And like, I'm really glad that I'm stepping out of my comfort zone and like getting some different people out on this show. Because honestly, like, in the end, yes, it's hip hop and all that. But then also too, you gotta you gotta keep it interesting. I mean, it's hip hop, and hip hop is nothing if not art. And yeah, so is 3D printing. Exactly. So. so we're we're an art, you know, we're art enthused, hip hop enthused, and everything else in between. But we've had the ability to dive into a new world, and I hope everybody enjoyed learning. I, I think you enjoyed, you know, talking today and telling some people about, you know, the the future of 3D printing, and I mean NASA, those damn bastards, <laughs> those motherfuckers, literally out there just fucking doing 3D sh- printing humans. Uh, yeah, <laughs> heard it, it here yeah, first. <laughs> come on, yeah, you heard it here first. On God, PVP said it. Fucking 3D printed humans, bro. And I swear, if they're dude, they're they're gonna start doing it. They're gonna start doing it. They're gonna do it. <laughs> some eye roll, some eye print instead of <laughs> iRobot, Call that shit eye print. Yeah, that's right fucking eye print it's gonna be a whole movement out there and you're gonna think it's your cousin rodney but it's really a 3d printed person look for them layer lines <laughs> yeah look for them layer lines on their face it's if it's not acne it's layer lines <laughs> but hey y'all it's been such a fun interesting time uh talking and chatting and conversating with you for another hour almost like we always do a couple times a week uh, we were able to tune in today with Greg Kukuka, active member of the U.S. Coast Guard, 3D printing enthusiast, my brother-in-law. And yeah, we're just out here trying to keep it going. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, make sure you stay with us. Keep sharing the socials. Keep listening to the show. Keep sharing the reels. Keep following everything that we do. Uh, we're going to have more show updates, and we got more events coming up throughout the year. So please stay in tune for that planning more and more with more announcements coming out every day it's been such an honor being able to talk to you conversate with you give you a place to just unwind you know whether whether you're out there on the grind working away doing your thing out there serving your country we, we're here we're, we're, a, we're a positive platform to give you a stress relief i'm not a therapist though if you want to pay me for that you can we can negotiate that we can negotiate that <laughs> But Greg, is there any other final shout-outs that you want to give out to the uh, Hot 16's audience or anybody out there in the world before we uh, sign out here for the for the day? Just thank you for having me. Yeah, man, no no problem. Thank you for being on the show. Uh, it's been it's been fun, man. I, I learned a lot, and I hope that the audience learned a lot too. Hey, and make sure you guys too are giving us that feedback and sliding in and letting us know what we're doing wrong or what we can do to improve ourselves. People keep telling me I need more female guests, so that's that's a big goal that we have. So audience and listeners too, please recommend any female artist, uh, hip-hop artist, uh, 3D printing female artist, just any any kind of female, a uh, positive female uh, body that we can put on the platform to promote, you know, you know, we got, we got to, we got to balance it out. 
because, you know, I feel like we have had a lot of male guests for sure. So I'm listening. I'm listening to your request, everybody. We are not arrogant here. We are normal people. We listen. Well, to the best of our ability, we try to listen. But guys, it's been an honor. I'm going to check out here. PVP, Greg Kukulka. It's been an honor. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace, everybody.